You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Swingdom, your get it all the time, everywhere, golfing podcast. I'm Ben Ridner. I'm still golfing. I'm hitting golf balls with a golf club. Multiple, mm-hmm. 14 to be exact. Well, 13, because I never really hit that 5-iron. I've been going more towards the 5-iron. Well, my 5-iron yeah. is a 3-iron, and I already have a 3-hybrid. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm a bit, like, my... The thing is, this is, I think what I need to do is I need to put the 4-iron back in the bag because it's a 2-iron and just have, like, have a have a driving iron. Are you saying that distance-wise, or that's how it's set up? That's how it's set up. Mm-hmm. But the thing, I mean, you know how pure I hit. Yeah. yeah, you know how pure I hit my three hybrid. Mm-hmm. That three hybrid is like my fallback club. Mm-hmm. It's like a twenty-year-old, like Cleveland classic hybrid mashy. It is a. It is. It is old. It is old. It um. Works. Yeah, so I'm here with my best golfing buddy, Gunner. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ladies, he's now engaged. I've been for a long time. <laughs> How long? Like years. Multiple years? Yeah. Like well, sorry, months. ladies. He's actually getting married. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> sorry, ladies. I know I show up on this podcast. I know, first of all, we have an enormous lady following, uh, and I show up on this podcast in these nice shirts, and everybody's like, wow, I mean, it looks and really I'm, good. I'm being a good wingman by wearing terrible shirts. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, so I think we're going to – I want to shake it up a little bit. Yeah. We've got the news. We're going to be talking about the USGA Championship. Yes. Um, and then we're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to make our picks this week for the travelers. Uh huh. Um, so that's also that's true. exciting. Um, but first, I kind of want to talk about what what's going on in golf in your world, golf wise this week. In my world, yeah. Yes, I, I thought I, we'd do the what's uh, happening in golf this week. Sure. So, well, I guess I guess I have to follow up with what happened in golf last week. Um, you didn't start did, with that. Did we cover that? Did we yeah, cover, you said. Did, did you talk? Are you talking about your your drive chip and putt? Yeah. Did we already cover that? I can't even remember. Yeah. Um. Oh, but we did not talk about the the next day because it no, because that happened that day. It it happened the next day. So what happened the next day? Gavin had a golf tournament. Did we did we talk about this? No. Went to okay, yes. Yeah. So we did drive chip and putt. We yeah. covered that. Um, so that's win number one. Then the next day, Gavin had a golf tournament um, through the Virginia State Golf Association, the VSGA. Um, VSGA. Um, and yeah, went uh, won that. So, won it. Yeah, he won it. Did you have a stroke saver? Uh, did you did you get the proper yardage book? Oh, I, you know what I did? I have, I wish we, I wish I would have brought it in here, but we, not for that course, but for his home course, we did buy one. Yeah. Um, 
It's incredible. Is it legit? Yeah, it's so legit. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's going to hate him because you spent an extra $40 on him. It's not going to be his fault at all. I'm going to send this to you right now, and I want you to describe this as hole number two. Okay. Culpeper Country Club. It's a part two. It's a par um, three. Oh, it's a par three. <laughs> You're right. Just because Gavin plays it as a part two. It is. We yeah. We wrote. It's 130 it. yards. Uh, it's incredible. So Water on the left, trees on the right. It's a fairly large green. Yes, maybe it's not hole two. Is it hole two? No, this is. I'm sorry. This is hole. Um, this is uh, hole four. This is hole four. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's incredible. And it's massive. Yeah, it's the real it's real size, full size. Yeah. It's full color. It's very well made. I'm so jealous. It is it is very cool. Um go ahead go ahead and explain. Oh, it. sorry, no, no. This is hole number nine. Yes, hole nine. This is hole nine, right by which the road. Yeah, yeah. This is hole nine, right which is road. along the road. It is a par three. You start about 20 feet above the water. Yes. And yeah, you've got about 60, 65 yards to the water. Then there's about 30 yards of water. And then it climbs very, very steeply uphill. Mm. And the hole's actually like 10, the green's 10 feet above you. But what is terrifying about this hole is that another 10 feet above that. So like, yeah, so like at 150 (laughs) yards is the front of the green and it's 10 feet above you. Yes. Right. Then at like 170 yards, another 10 feet above that is the parking lot. Yes. So you're sitting there and you're like, if I fat this, I'm in the water. Yep. 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 If I thin this, I'm buying somebody a new car. (laughs) So I always try and park behind it. Because I'm scared that I'm the one who's going to. I'm going to see if we can get a good picture of that. My blue, my green screen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's very, it's yes, it's, and it's got all of the like, it's got all of the movement around it. It's got all of the arrows on the green. They're doing five yards. Yep. How many arrows do they fit in a square? They fit like 10 arrows in a square. I don't know. I'm going to try to do the same thing you just did. Look how beautiful that is. It's so legit. That's really annoying. And that's like for a home course that nobody's ever heard of. I know. I know. So we're going to practice with that and see uh, how well it is. And if it works out, we're going to just get one for all the courses that he plays because... Because that's what you do. Like, that's that is how a caddy prepares for his player. Well, and it's also he plays the that's, same. Like, that's just how it is. So we can repeat the process. Yeah. It's one time purchase. No, 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 that's like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's but that's how it is. Like. When professional players go to courses, which we're hoping Gavin one day becomes, he gets this book mm-hmm. like this. When you got that book for me at Shinnecock, it cost you, what, 15, 20 quid. Uh-huh. Like, and it's yeah, which- the. It's trash compared to this book. Yes, because it doesn't have the greens junk. in quite the same. Yeah, I love those books. Those books are amazing. I have one for, uh, I've got, I don't have that, but I've got the Stroke Savers book for the old course at St. Andrews. So when we go play there, we're going to be using the actual uh, yeah. open RNA yardage book, which I'm super excited for. This week in golf for me, I've got 
Oh, well, you did. So he won his tournament. Yeah. So he wins his tournament. By how many? By uh, all of them. So he won his tournament. There was a there was a tie at the end, um, and he won in a playoff. Oh wow! Um, birdie yeah. or bogey? A birdie. Yes. Yeah. Um, was he pumped? He played. He played so well. He had. This is his first actual tournament since last season, and the first time he's actually competitively played. And so to have two back-to-back victories in, in two very different things is very cool. Yeah. Uh, so he's very excited. Um, and actually, this Friday, I'm playing golf uh, which, with a mutual friend of ours, uh, uh, Josh. I am going Hicks? to play. Yeah, I'm going Hicksies? to play. Yeah, he reached out to me, said, hey, we're playing at your old course. Um we need a fourth. You trying to play? And I was like, you know, I am trying to play. He messaged me. He messaged me and was like, Hey, what's going on? Like, this is because we used to play golf all the time together. So he's like, uh-huh. he's like, I'm going up to Culpeper to visit my parents. And I was, we've, we've played together several I, times. I typed into this thing. I, I was like, he's like, Oh, I'm going to play Rapidan, which is whatever it is now or is used to be. Somerset. Yeah. 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 And, um, and he's going to play my other favorite course, South Wales. Yes. And I typed it in my phone. Well, like, Call Gunner, like I like he'll he'd love to play like I like and then I like I sort of deleted it and I was like Hicksy's like he's normally got like Jay Heasy as I call him he's normally yeah. got like a four but I'm glad he reached out to you because I was going to yell at him if he didn't yeah he did he definitely he 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 uh, sent me a message and he said hey listen we need a fourth you want to come play and I said yeah he's breaking like ninety now he's a he's and. And he's got the world's weirdest golf trajectory. He's got a weird trajectory. He's left-handed, and he um, is a – no, I'm sorry. He's not left-handed, but he has the hook. He has yeah. the right to left is what he – he's not left-handed, but he plays. Yeah, he, he plays, massive, yeah. He can – and power what's, hook. What's beautiful about it, the it's more of a power draw. He's, he can control it, and – It's it, terrifying, it's terrifying to watch. And it's also like, <laughs> cause he aims at like 45 degrees and it just comes back around. It's also one of the most consistent shots I've ever seen. And he's such a, he's such a good player with his long irons, which is, which is super beneficial in a, in a, I keep telling him, I'm like, stuff. I'm like, if he straightens out that hook, he'd get like an extra 40 yards. Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't hit it short either. I mean, no. he's, he hits pretty. He hits pretty long for losing the distance. Yeah. So I'm yeah, very yeah. excited about that. So I'm finally getting out to play an actual round of golf. We went and played some. He's part, like he said he's joining course. a course down in, in Richmond. Sorry, this is getting like extra person, but this is what our golf is, right? You should you should go play with him down in Richmond or meet up in yeah, Fredericksburg or something or, um, yeah. like he's always like his buddy, like his ex roommates, his buddies down in Richmond are all like ex college golfers. Oh, are they? Yeah, I like it was one of the things I really wanted to do. But I was like, hey, honey, can I please turn my six hour golf day into a 12 hour golf day? Mm-hmm. And I can never do it on weekends. Right. So like that was always impossible. So, yeah, no, that's awesome for Gavin. I'm psyched for you to play. Apparently, um, Meadow Farms has taken over Somerset. Uh, I think it's the same course management. Oh, that Billy Casper course thing. Uh, no, they have a different. They have a different one too. Oh, okay. I mean, that'll be interesting because, like, you left that course because it was it was in not good shape and not fun. 
Well, and they, yeah, no, it was in terrible shape and they weren't doing anything to make it better. And yeah. we had invested quite a bit into it and no returns. And so we pulled out, we went to the country club and well, Gavin went to the country club. <laughs> I am without a home course, but uh, yeah, he, uh, they've done a lot of great work to the course. So I'm really excited to get out there and yeah. play an actual tournament. You know, I won the club championship there. Um, gross or net? Gross. I, and I, I have, my lowest scores there, so let's yeah. see if you can repeat. Let's see if you can repeat. You if know they're just gonna 60, they're you're gonna have trouble because they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna get you, they're gonna get you a few drinks. So you're gonna be uh that's right. You're that's it's gonna right. it's gonna be a drinking round. Um but if I can pay for mulligans, you know it's gonna happen. That's true. <laughs> that is is that is that how you shot a sixty six paying for mulligans? No, no, no. I just like to pay for mulligans and scramble tournaments. Okay. Um, yeah, this week in golf for me, um, we are exactly one week away from the swing to go scratch. Yes. At which point I will be trying to get on YouTube live and Twitch every night. So you can watch me practice miserably and maybe play some rounds of golf, which is good because next week I'm, I'm, I'm at the beach next week. So you have a ton of free golf time. I think what's going to happen. I'm going to try to basically become a scratch golfer by committee anybody sure. who wants to come on to the swingdoms twitch or youtube out. channel to give me swing advice that's right it's like just help me just please help me get to scratch <laughs> it's basically just i'm taking the vj sing approach it's just like hit a couple hundred golf balls a day and hopefully one day i will win the masters one day you'll be better yes one day i'll be scratch um, I've got a match on Sunday. <laughs> I'm playing a 23 handicap. I'm giving up 11 shots or nine shots or something. Any yeah. good strategies for when you have to give up shots? Um, uh, be aggressive. Okay. How um, aggressive? Like angry aggressive? Uh, no, I would say be confident and take, take, lines that they're not going to take and then when you i i'd say that's the problem with my course is like there's not a whole lot of lines that you like there's maybe only two lines out there that not everybody can take okay well then let, let's change our strategy yeah i would say play safe because let him make the mistakes me stay steady they'll make the mistakes okay right for All a really right. high handicap like that. Yeah, so I've got that. And then I've got my my better ball um, with Lawrence coming up next week. So this is just be like the yeah. next two weeks of hopefully by the next time I talk to you, I can tell you that I've won both of my things. So, yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, that's really it for me in golf. It's I'm um, just practicing loads. I'm doing that. I'm in this new group. I'm not really sure if I am going to announce it publicly yet because I don't want to disparage them. But I've joined like a online golf addiction group and they we help each other with addiction and trying to get down to scratch you mean um um it's not a typical addiction group which helps maintain no no they don't help me get away from my addiction they help me they help me encourage they yes they're encouraging me to stick with my addiction even further so i get like there's about 20 of us in it and i get like four drills a week and then we all sort of like put our scores in for these four drills every week. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I'm sort of excited, sort of excited to see how I fare against everybody else and, um, and how I sort of advance 
knowing that not only like, am I having to do these drills, but I want to practice for these drills. And then I have like other people to be culpable to as well. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, not am I like just sort of practicing golf because I want to be better, which I do, but like, I also, there's also like a level of culpability and like, Hey, 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 you, you do the work, you do the work right now. So that's right. I'm excited for that. So that that's it. Is that it for golf this week for our golf? That's awesome. Um, we got news this week. I'm going to go through the news quickly, uh, cause there's not a whole lot. Cause like so much of it is attached to the USGA championship, mm-hmm. but not really. Um, I, the only news that there really wasn't was two bits of news. The Fowlers are expecting, uh, congratulations, congratulations to, to mama and papa Fowler to the big birds. Um, Ricky Fowler's going to be a cool dad. I hope so. We'll see. He's he's just gonna be a cool dad. Like he's just a cool guy. Um, and then we've got three more players to drop out of the Olympics. Mm. None of which are American. Give them to me. Sergio Garcia. Bye. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wants to basically. I guess that. What everybody seems to be worried about, and I'm uh, uh, like Sergio basically says he wants to focus on the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. So he's focusing on Ryder Cup points because he wants to make it on his own merit, and not just get an invitation. If I was Sergio Garcia, I would just be like, no, I'm a Masters Championship and I've won this thing a few times. You're putting me on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would hope that that would work. I'd be like, I'd be like, who else are you going to put on? Like, I've been on this thing forever. Well, it's like putting um, it's like putting Phil Mickelson on. Yeah, it's, it's like getting Tiger to play in a boots. By the way, that was an awesome meme. It was. Um, Usti Louis Ustizen. Mm. Mistake. Mistake. He basically like I. He wants to focus on the FedEx Cup because he's doing really well FedEx Cup point wise right now because of how he's done in the last two majors. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't the Olympic a tournament award FedEx Cup points? I'm not sure about that. Um, but the problem is, is that you like once you travel internationally, you have to quarantine for so long. Plus, you have to be there for so long. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it would would what would normally be a ten day trip or a two week trip to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Turns into six weeks. Okay. I think they want everybody to get there sort of between two and three weeks early because mm-hmm. they all want them to quarantine and everything, get tested multiple times in the 10 days running up. Mm-hmm. Then everybody wants to be there for like the opening ceremonies, but that doesn't mean that your sport is like that week. Mm-hmm. So everybody like hangs out for an extra week. Everybody's really worried about like getting COVID when they're there. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many people coming in from so many different places, somebody's bound to get missed. Mm-hmm. And then like you have to you have to do a quarantine when you get back to the States. Mm-hmm. So you are looking at sort of like five, six, seven weeks. Unless you're vaccinated. No, because you can still get it and pass it on even if you're vaccinated. Yeah, but I, I think the quarantine rules are different. At least here in the US. Not here in the UK. 
well, the Olympics aren't in the UK, so that's but yeah. I mean, every I mean, I'm sure they can give special sports, elite sport, but I guess the you know the US is also like that's fine. So this is now now we have Dustin Johnson. Okay, who's the third? You oh, sorry, uh, uh, Usti and Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton. It's a shame. Let, let me say this: as much as I don't care for Sergio Garcia, it's a mistake. Yeah, I love Louis Ustazen. Love Tyrrell Hatton. Mistake. It's a yeah. total mistake. Total mistake. I will die on the hill. This will be the second this only U.S. This will be the second gold medal in Olympic history of the last 100 years for golf. And to these six guys, you've got DJ Fitzpatrick and Adam Scott all bailing as well. What was the last outbreak? Um, it was Zika. Was the Zika? Virus? Yeah, that was Zika in Brazil. Yeah, and yeah. and Jordan Spieth didn't go then, and a bunch of players didn't go for Zika because they were all starting families and whatnot. So, I mean, this sort of has the same feel, but it's not a thousand percent that. Um, also, we didn't have Zika globally. No. So, it, no, it was just sort of in. It was, it was international. I get it more if you say. I get it more if you say, look, I don't want the vid. I get that. I'm totally yeah. fine with that. When you say I want to focus on something else that you can actually go to another time, like I get, I get the prestige that comes with the FedEx Cup, but a gold medal in the Olympics, it only happens four, every four years. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, for me, I agree with you. I'd like – I'm like, I'd be like, yeah, I've done the Ryder Cup. I've done the FedEx. I've done the tour card. I've done this. It really is sort of like that $10 million or an Olympic gold medal, like which is worth more. And I think to be honest, I think an Olympic gold medal in gold is probably worth a little bit more than $10 million just because of the sport it's in. Right. Like just because going to be two, you can get paraded around for the rest of forever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you win $2 million when you win a green jacket, but how much is that green jacket actually worth? That's priceless. Priceless. And I think it's the same with the gold medal. I think if, if you're Sergio Garcia stitched in a green jacket, that's it. But if you're Sergio Garcia, you can wear your, you can be the only green jacket wearing son of a gun. Who's also wearing a gold medal. Right. Right. And that's not the case anymore. So DJ could have had the same situation. He's given that up. Um, so Fowler's expecting other people going. And th- let's just get into this because this is going this is going bonkers. And I sort of want to discuss it in slightly different terms than everybody else is discussing it. Mm-hmm. Brooksy and Bryson. Listen. I love it. I love it too. Don't like that's sort of my point. My point is that now Brooks Kepka was being interviewed today at the Travelers, and he said that. Back in 2018 or 19, mm-hmm. Bryson approached his caddy and said, look, like, let's the pass is the pot. Like, if he wants to say something, and this had to do with slow play. Yeah. Bryson, who at that point in time was the king of slow play, him and Kevin Na. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they came to some sort of an agreement. Mm-hmm. And now Bryson has gone back on that agreement and Brooksy just says, that's it. Like, 
the gloves are off. Like we're going to do however it is we do this. Like, I don't really care anymore. Um, well, and no, and no specific explanation on what that agreement is. It could have been no. Like, hey, let's not bash each other publicly. And then he said the thing about his abs on the body issue. Um, That's just funny. Been, like what kind of funny, egotistical could... maniac like takes that personally? He doesn't even have abs, bro. I'd be like, well, nobody asked you to be on the body issue. He's like, well, like, I'm just going to work out. And I'm like, I bet you he's going to be in the next body issue. I bet you he won't. And he's not going to have abs. I bet you he won't be in the next body issue, but I really would love to see if he had no abs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, look, I, I understand the intrigue of this all. Like, did you see Bryson... That's a shoulder twinge. Um, did you see Bryson jump up and photobomb Brooks's interview? Yes, yeah. because everybody saw that. That was stupid. My computer here. That was yeah, that was, was dumb. That was dumb, and not like just because like I mean it, it was funny, but it just looked dumb. He did a jump, and he's not good at jumping. No. Like no. so, that was dumb. Um, look, on my side of this is, and I haven't heard this out there yet. This is the this is the swingdoms. First take on this thing. This is so great for their player impact program points. Mm-hmm. Like they're just getting there. They are like Brooks and Bryson should just get 20 million each. They're jockeying for first place right now. Like they should like just give them 20 million each. Neither of them need the FedEx cup and like keep this feud going for five years. Yep. And like it's an extra fifty million dollars for each of them, because mm-hmm. the winner gets eight million. Are you telling me that your championship, the FedEx Cup Tour Championship, is only worth twenty percent more than having an awesome Instagram? Makes <laughs> like it makes no sense. It makes sense. Like imagine if imagine if. Brooks doesn't make it past like Boston. He doesn't make it past the BMW and they still have to write him a check for $8 million because he just does like 15, like Michelob commercials bashing Bryson. <laughs> like all he has to do for the, he, like, he doesn't have to play golf for the rest of the year. He's going to all he has to do is bash Bryson. And it's the equivalent of winning eight, like medium tournaments. Anytime somebody yells Brooksy at Bryson to he makes another like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's like so. I like. I'm not like. <laughs> I was watching something today, and it was because it, it's this whole like. Did the USGA? You talked about this last week. Like, did the USGA call Brooks is denying uh, Bryson's denying it? Um, Brad Faxon said it happened. Like, oh no! Like we were going to par- pair him. I saw somebody today. He was like, "Let's just pair them and get this over with." And I was like. You clearly don't understand how publicity works. I wish they would. I wish they would have just like they like he was on ESPN this morning. Yesterday, this yesterday morning, yesterday morning. Brooks was on ESPN talking about this feud with Bryson. Mm-hmm. Like when was the last time they called like ESPN called him a golfer? And said, "How did you? How do you feel about the Travelers Insurance Championship?" Oh, never, never. He doesn't care about the never. Travelers. Are you joking me? Yeah. So, like, you know, they're like, 
They're like, uh, so what would what, what what would you do if if Bryson you know came over to you with a with uh with a good old cold Michelob Ultra and gave it to you and said, you know what, let's just like let's just uh let's just like let's just you know let's just have let's just have a have a have a treaty. Let's let's just shake on it. Let's just put the past behind us. And Brooksy was just like, nah. Goes on to say that other people on tour are excited for this thing. Other people on tour think that Bryson is getting his just desserts. Well, and what's also funny is Bryson said, well, I'll just let him keep playing the game and I'll do my best to play. And, and I would tell, I think it's great for the game, blah, blah, blah. And I think I, I, there's an end game to it all, but I'm not going to discuss it right now. Like alluding to his, he's in on the joke. And I don't think he's in on the joke. I don't think anybody's in on the joke. I think, I think but I would milk it. I would milk it for as long as possible. I think it's a good old fashioned feud. I think yeah. it's good old fashioned two dudes hate each other and they're on TV at the same time. Yeah. I Nine irons at dawn. It. Like, you know what? Like when they get tired of making $8 million a year because of the player impact program, they're going to do uh, the match and make 10 million each. And it's going to be pay-per-view and it's going to be like, pick your partner. Mm-hmm. And Brooks is going to be like, well, you can't clone me. And Bryson's going to be like, well, actually, according to science, we could. <laughs> that was me making this, science. That was me making my science noises. This should be the lead in match to Phil versus Tiger. I think what they should do is they should clone each other and then like, like raise those babies very quickly. Like put those babies in like a time warp generator mm-hmm. and then have like two Brooks's versus two Bryson's. And then after that, it. do a Brooks and Bryson versus a Brooks and a Bryson. I love it. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk about the you ready to talk about the USGA <laughs> championship? <laughs> I certainly am. Um I love the US Open. Absolutely love the US Open. It is it is definitely my second favorite. And I get more hyped up about the US Open than I do the Masters because this is pure golf, in my opinion. The U.S. Open is pure golf. It's you versus the course. It's not you versus anybody else. It's you versus the course, right? That's the point of it. It's make the course as hard as possible. Guess what they didn't do? They didn't. They didn't do that. Uh, thick rough. Check. Four inches. It uh, didn't. It, the thing is, it like I guess there's a standard height. Uh-huh. It just didn't feel as, I don't know, it didn't feel, it. maybe it's because it's like Southern California grass. Mm-hmm. Like there is something about East Coast grass where it just grows a thousand times thicker. Yes, it's so thick. And like living on both coasts, I, I have to say that that's true. It's because, I would assume it's because uh, you get a lot more tropical conditions on the West Coast. And so no, no, I think it's the opposite. I think you get more tropical conditions on the East coast and you get more desert like conditions on the West coast. So it's actually a lot harder. You have thinner grass. Yeah. 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 Because, because San Diego is like, if you go outside of like, it's the desert. Los Angeles is in the desert. That is true. These are like weird, like green, like islands that like they've managed to make. Whereas on like in Virginia on the East Coast, like if you if you can't grow grass, 
Like there's something wrong with you. There's some, there's some sort of an issue. Like I imagine on the West Coast, you're trying to grow grass. And on the East Coast, you're trying to tame grass. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. Fast, fast greens? No. We did not get the super slick. No. Stimp looked to be like 11 or 12. It wasn't like 24, 25. All they did was tuck pins. That's all they did. Yeah. All they did was tuck pins. Um, I'm not going to hand, what is it, Victor? Was it Victor Hovland or Colin Morikawa who who scolded his chip across the back of a green? I'm not going to give that to. I think it was Colin Morikawa. I'm not giving that to a course. No. I'm going to give that to That was a bad shot. Yeah. It was a bad shot. I'm going to give no, that Victor, to Victor Hovland. We'll get into this. Victor Hovland had a withdrawal because right. he he Hovland. shot a – he had a bunker shot and the sand got stuck in his eye. Yeah. And he couldn't get the sand out of his eye. It's just scratching his eyeball up. Well, that's what you get for playing on golf courses with actual sands. Come play the golf courses we play. Yeah. Dirt don't hurt. Dirt rocks. <laughs> like you're never gonna hit a rock so hard that it like it, you know, that it comes flying back at you. It's never gonna be so windy that a rock in one of the bunkers we play is going to come back and hit you in the face. That's right. Um, um yeah, it just wasn't as tough. And as a matter of fact, I have I have a stat here to prove it. Um so I take I take all tournaments through a year, right? And I I mark down what the cut line is mm-hmm. okay and then i mark yeah down you were like we i mean we we texted throughout this whole thing and you're like you're even your prop was it your prop bet yes your prop bet was over. like was seven over and i think it was three it was four it, was it, four. it felt like three i think it was it, it was felt like three i think th- half through half of friday it was two the pga championships cut line was higher it was five the PGA, wow. the PGA. Yeah. Kiwa like, I think Island that's the thing is like tougher test than Tory Pines. Yeah. But Kiwa Island is like the second hard. hardest golf course in the world. It's totally hard. Yeah. They don't have four inch rough at Kiwa Island. No, they won't do that at the PGA. No. So, so I, I write down how many players are at the, who make the cut. And then yeah. I mark how many players finish the week worse than the cut line okay Mm -hmm. so how many players finished worse than four under how many players basically fell apart okay because the point of the point of playing yeah no i get what you're saying you're saying basically like you're saying like these guys and lower and lower and lower and lower whoever's the lowest wins so basically like if if plus four is the cut Uh uh-huh nobody should be that means that means like if you're playing steady golf Mm mm-hmm Plus eight should be like the highest. Yeah. Because like if you're playing another two rounds at two over, you're going to go from plus four to plus eight. Uh, You should get better, at least lower, right? You should not go backwards. Okay. So the 120th U.S. Open at Winged Foot, which was played this season, the Mm 2019-2020 U.S. Open, the cut line was six over. Mm-hmm. And 61 players made the cut. Now, I realize it was a smaller field, but that doesn't matter. But well, we watched that, and like I was also yes. disappointed with that. Yes. Well, as disappointing as that was, 49 out of the 61 <sighs> players finished the week worse than six over. Seven yeah. over and worse. Yeah. That's 80.33%. There was only the last last year only one player shot better than par, and that was Bryson. 
Yes. Nine, only 19% of the field gain strokes. Yes. Okay. Here at the 121st U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, the cut was four over. Mm-hmm. 70 players made the cut, and only 37 players were, un, were worse than the cut line. Okay, so the course only got to 53% of the players. Whereas the last yeah. U.S. Open, 81% of the players just got just fell apart. So do you have a theory? Because I have a theory. Um, I think this was a, this is my last U.S. Open. I'm going to throw my hands up. So this is really cool because, like, Mike Davis caddied for Jason Gore. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I did. That was really cool because Jason – that to me, and I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Jason Gore went out as a marker on Saturday – and uh, and he made Mike Davis. <laughs> and Mike Davis is like, the course is playing beautifully. The course is doing this. I think this is what I think happens. And I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my up close and personal thinking voice on. Here, I'll sponsor this by our show. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so last year, Bryson DeChambeau comes up with bomb and gouge. Mm-hmm which he's not the first person to do it. Tiger did it. Tiger, Tiger was, yeah, Tiger was very famous, you know, and I remember he would, Butch Harmon was talking about just meeting Tiger Woods. And he said, so what do you do? And, you know, where are you aiming? And Tiger just goes, I just hit it as hard as I can. And then I, you know, I figure it out from there. I figure out how to get it onto the green from there. Um, Bryson takes that a step further and he goes, He goes, well, I don't like if I hit it 340, 360 yards. Also, by the way, six guys drove it further than him this week. I saw he was ninth in the top 10 driving. Was he? Was he? I thought he was. I thought he was seventh or eighth, but he might. Yeah, if he was ninth. Yeah. So last year he comes up with bomb and gouge. Everybody talks about how it's ruining the game and blah, blah, blah. And then Bryson wins it by six Mm -hmm. because at a place like winged foot, the bomb and gouge technique really worked out. Yes. I don't know what it what I th- I think because I don't I don't know maybe it was a slightly shorter course. Cuz it lines lines are better. Shorter course a little bit. But you also have a lot of opportunities to cut corners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is, yeah, it's just, it's, this is like Long Island in New York city. Like, uh, I was just trying to see if they had, um, looking at the course. Oh, I don't want to do all this. Get out of here. Um, so he wins by six and I think the, the USGA are sort of like blown out of the water by this. And I think instead of thinking, okay, how do we make the golf course harder for Bryson? Right. Which I think, like, I think there's a very easy way of doing this that they just didn't think of, which is like you have every fairway look a bit like a triangle. Yes, you have it start tapering in at 280. Well, and, and as much as I hate this this theory too, I think you put in a lot of infield out of bounds, between holes out of bounds. Bryson yeah, would never stand a chance. Yeah. I mean, one of those things, like, I think there's a certain point, like, once you go outside of the gallery, I think mm-hmm. 
you should be penalized because he's basically saying like, and he did this this week, which is if I bomb it and if I'm a little bit off, I'm in trouble because I'm either in a bunker or I'm in the four inches of rough. Mm -hmm. If I'm way out, either right or left, I'm in patron trampled, lovely, like easy to find my golf ball, like trampled stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think what happens is, is I think the I think the USGA made it easier for everybody else to reel Rice Bryson back in, and I think that's what happened. They brought the course back to the field. Yeah, I think they brought the course back to the field. Because mm-hmm. if you like, if I look at the stat, I'm, I'm, I'm you know me, I'm never going to look at the stat lines. If I'm looking at the, um, if I'm looking at the scoreboard, mm-hmm. and it's Rom. Who stays in? Um, Bryson fell backwards. Brooks fell backwards. Rory fell backwards. Like and the way that they fell backwards, um, it I don't want to say it bothered because it didn't really bother me, but it wasn't like it wasn't like on course mistakes, right? It was like bad lies. Yeah, yeah, that's all it was. Like Mackenzie Hugh gets his golf life. ball stuck in a tree. It's a bad luck. And he's out. Um So yeah, I think I to me this came across like like this is this was a hard PGA tour event, but not even the hardest. Yeah. Because every now and then you see the PGA tour just go, oh, sorry. Like where'd they play three weeks ago where they just absolutely crushed them all? It was Memorial or Charles Schwab. Are you talking to, are you talking about the Byron Nelson? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I forget which one it was, but yeah, like, and like they had a hard time, like the score, like the winning score is minus one. Uh, that was, that was the Wells Fargo. Yes, that was the Wells Fargo. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so look, yeah, I think, I think they brought the course back to everybody else to sort of, cause I think they got, I think they got in Bryson's head. Like Bryson can beat the golf course, but he can't beat the other golfers. So he absolutely like with a chance to win leading on Sunday, he crumbles on the back nine and ends up shooting like plus seven shoots like a 70, uh, sorry, plus five. He shoots like a 76 or a 77. Uh, Brooksy goes the wrong way. DJ goes the wrong way. Rory goes, everybody who's sort of like there in the beginning. Usti bogey 17 to miss out on 18. Richard Bland, who's the oldest ever to be leading after the second round, mm-hmm. crumbles on Sunday. Didn't play great on Saturday, but absolutely crumbles on Sunday. Um... And yeah, I think they basically said, let's have a regular PGA tour event and, and see who wins. And I think we yeah. all knew that with two weeks of rest and John Rom showing at Memorial. Yes. And there were like, for, I didn't like you, like he was your first pick as well. Wasn't he's my, he was my number one pick. Yeah. Yeah. Like ever, I think like, I, yeah, like, yes. Yeah. I think he won it as well. I don't like. I don't think anybody else. I think he won it. Oh, he won. those those he ridiculous clutch clutch putts on seventeen and eighteen. He won it, but at the same time, like 
Torrey Pines is the easiest golf course in the in the USGA Championship Rota. Yep. Hole 18 at Torrey Pines is one of the easiest golf courses in the world. The easiest yep. golf holes in the world. It notoriously plays under par. It is a let's get a birdie or eagle putt for the win here. Now let's do it. Yep. Which is great because that's like showmanship. But the other thing that really annoys me, and this kind of annoys me about Pebble Beach as well, is like we see it. We already see it in the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like we don't see Shinnecock or Beth Page, Beth Page Black every year. We don't no, see no, the no. Olympic Club every year. You should like, see Shinnecock though. Oh man. Yeah. Like I like Oakmont in Pittsburgh. Like that might be a road trip we take. That's a wild place. That's I think that's 2025 or 2026. Mm-hmm. But like. Again, like it's sort of, it's sort of all it's, yeah. I thought that they basically on, I thought the hardest round was Friday. Yes. And I thought it was crazy that some 48 year old guy who was just like hitting fairways at 290 and putting it on the green and two putting was winning. Playing it safe. Yeah. And then on Sunday, like, like my favorite thing about the USGA championship is when the course gets away from them. Oh, a hundred percent. It never did. No, it never like it did. was. And it wasn't even like you watched on third, like you watched on Thursday and you were like, okay, it's the USG open. Like they'll pick it up Friday. It didn't pick up but by Saturday. I was like, this isn't going anywhere. Are they cutting the rough in the middle of the, the, <laughs> the tournament? Yeah. You know, you have these thought like, from Thursday to Sunday, it should grow an inch. Yeah. It should. It really should. Somebody was telling me they got so – I, I met Mark Crossfield. Yes. On Sunday. Mm-hmm. His course growing up is now my home course. So he was playing with his parents. And I introduced myself and I talked to him. And uh, I asked him if he can help me out with any subscribers. And he said no. But that was mm-hmm. nice of him anyway. Um, Thank you for the no. Yeah, yeah. And he was like uh, – He's like, so what do you think of the, the, the U.S. Open? And I was just like, it's trash. He's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, look, and this is how I feel about it. You get like the Masters is the Masters. Mm-hmm. To me, the hardest test in golf is the Masters because you know what you're getting every year. Yep. And it's still impossible to win. Yeah. It's the smallest field. <clears throat> like Amen Corner is... A beautiful, beautiful minefield. Augusta National may be the perfect golf course. Yeah. It may, oh, it uh, may just yeah. be the perfect golf course. Um, I said, I said, look, the PGA Championship, I said it's a showcase. Mm-hmm. I said it's a showcase and it's like a meet and greet for like PGA professionals to meet PGA pros. And like it is like it's the equivalent of like the FedEx like champ. Like it is like the players, the PGA Championship, like like. There shouldn't be five majors. There should be three majors. Mm -hmm. Like the PGA championship, like the PGA major championship should sort of go back a little bit. It should actually be the tour championship. Yeah. The PGA championship should award you the FedEx cup. Yeah. Um, I said the, the, the British open the open championship, um, is great, but like that is it's weather dependent. Mm-hmm. Like it's either dried out and sunny, and people are driving at four hundred and thirty yards. Mm-hmm. And these are like these are the original toughest tests, like in golf, and that's what it's about. 
Yep. Well, like if there's any, if there's wind or rain or anything, like it's just like it's it's fun to watch. Right. I said you watch the USGA champion. You watch the US Open. There you go, Gunner. Thank you. Because it's a circus. It has to be a circus. It's got to be a circus. It is the truest test of course versus player. Yeah. It has to be. Like the only they, thing that would be more interesting if they it. just if they just took a boulder field. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, sorry, like your ball stuck there. You've got to put it out three feet this way. And then you've got to you've got to thin some shots so you don't break your club on some rocks. And like, yeah, you're playing 18 holes through a boulder field. Every fairway at the U.S. Open should be full of uh, moguls. That's, that's yeah. all it should be. It should no, no, be but moguls. that's like, but that's that that's the British Open. Like the British, like St. Andrews is just mogul after mogul. Carnoustie is just mogul after mogul after pot bunker after pot bunker. It should be the U.S. Open should be a superintendent's revenge on yeah, a major scale. A thousand percent. And this year it just wasn't. This year, I think they thought. I think. Well, I think that what happened last year is that Bryson just beat up on the superintendent so bad that they couldn't think of a way to beat him quick enough. They were still licking their wounds. Yeah. So they. So instead of being like, okay, like let's put the T's here, mm-hmm. like let's put like let's let's give the like imagine if they had given the galleries alleys instead of like just outside the ropes. Mm-hmm. So like if you only had like a five or ten meter like yard alley and you missed mm-hmm. that alley to the outside, which Bryson would have done a number of times, mm-hmm. like yeah, like I think they should. I think they should have done something more creative than say, well, you know, let's make the course easier because Bryson only wins when it's really really hard, which isn't necessarily the case. It happened no. one time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. I always love it on like a Saturday when the, everybody comes off the course and they're like, the USGA has lost it. It's not fun. It's not fair. Like, I like I felt like this is a course I could have broken a 100 on. Mm-hmm. Just because. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Like, I think I would, I would probably play this course and like, I would have a hard time breaking 90, but I would have fun trying. Shinnecock on Saturday? Not a chance. 120? We, I I feel like I would max my score out at Shinnecock. Yeah. <laughs> like Beth Page Black? Yeah. But I no, still, I think I I, I think still hold that I could break 100 at Beth Page. I still I we're going like to we're going to have to go do that cuz it's a public course. We're going to have to go sleep in our cars and try that. That's um right. but I think the thing that drives me nuts is just like yeah, the PGA was was better, harder, more interesting, more fun to watch, fill the thrill, does it all, and win. Like is the is the PGA going to be the best major of the year? And when was the last time that happened? Right. Right. Never. Yeah. It's never, never, never happened. Yeah. Although, and, and all this being said, had we not had to shuffle the last year's P, uh, U.S. Open to this year, this U.S. Open was still by far the hardest 
test that these players have faced. And it wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into our picks and, and let's do the – yeah. First right. round, Victor Hovland withdraws. <laughs> yes. Uh, here we go. So I had Xander Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, and Phil Mickelson, who I thought was going to get cut, but he didn't. He did Xander not. Xander Shoffley, T7, Dustin Johnson, T19, Phil the Thrill, a T62, not DFL. You're very welcome. Uh, <laughs> I had my long shot, Garrett Higo, to place T25. He gets cut. My prop bet we've already talked about is uh, I had the cut line at seven over or more. Uh, I'm like close. Said, it was four, yeah. under, or four over. And I did hit on my bonus bet, which was our bonus bet, which was a first-time major winner. Yeah. Was crowned. And that takes us to John Rahm. Your first pick. Won the whole thing. Yeah. Very good pick. Uh, you had Tony Finau, got cut, and Brooks kept Which is those. weird. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, Plus eight. Had, yeah. I think, he, I think he just got intimidated by the idea. That should have been the cut line. Or I think it's one of those weird things. I think maybe sometimes it's just your playing partners. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't get into a rhythm with your playing partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had Brooks Kepko finish T4. You had yep. Phil winning for your long shot. That obviously didn't happen. <laughs> you had Brooks beating Bryson every day. Uh, that did not happen. Three or they four actually, days. They, they traded off. Yeah. And um, you had another major, uh, previous major winner, winner yeah. winning. That didn't happen. But with the win, from John Rom, you finished 1,796 points. I finished 1,420 points, so you still get the victory. But we're only 1,500 points separate from each other. You're winning in the standings. Um, that's it. That's the that's the U.S. Open. Yeah. At a glance. Yeah. What did you think of um, Richard Bland? I mean, just like steady golf, man. Yeah. Did you see his hat? No. So he like he he so he won for the he's 48 years old. Mm -hmm. He won for the first time on the European tour this year at the Betfred uh British Masters at the Belfry. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, he's like he is the Yeah, I don't even like I don't even I'm not even sure how to like journeyman is an understatement. Right. Like he gets his first win as a professional golf, not as a, but he gets a first win on a top tier tour, the European or the PGA at 48. <laughs> insane. Absolutely insane. Um, and so because like, he doesn't have any sponsors. Like yeah. his bag sponsor is like an auto dealership or something crazy. Um, and he doesn't have a hat sponsor. So he just asked his golf course, the Wisley. Yeah. Which is right near my favorite um, garden gardening place to go. The RHS Wisley. Um, and they just give him like 10 hats. And he just like absolutely refuses to like get any other hat. So he's just like wearing a hat with like a white swan on it. I love it. And it's like, yeah, he's like, 
Um, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just going to wear it. Like I, I told the, I told like my, my friends at the, um, like, he's like, yeah, I'm just wearing the hat. So I don't have a hat deal. So apparently he turned down a hat, a hat sponsorship because he promised the guys. Um, yeah. Paige Spiranak was going to, they were going to give him a hat for the American bookmaker points bet sports book. Nope. He's like, sorry, Paige. I forget who's on his bag. It was hilarious. Um, you talk for a second. Well, if I were him, I think I think he made the right choice. If I had an opinion. I think he had I think he made the right choice. Stick with stick with your uh with your home course, show him some love. We shouldn't be there anyways. I'm down with it. Yeah. No, I can't find it. But it was like it was like a window. It was like an English window replacement company. I love it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely love it. So I thought that was really cool. And then, yeah, I think it was just like everybody sort of fell apart on Sunday. And I really couldn't figure out why. Like Louis Eustazen out of bounds. On 17? Well, it looked to me like, hey, we, we realized the course isn't isn't as tough as we thought. Let's go for it. And they did find themselves in some trouble. Yeah. And I think your real killer were, were the pin placements and not necessarily anything That's what else. I'm saying. Like, he went out of bounds off the tee. Right. And then you're just sort of like, you're like, I get that there's an out of bounds on the left. But like... Just there's a million million acres to the right. Like there's no out of bounds to the right. Like hit a hit a big old slice and just get out of there. Mm-hmm. But no, John Rom wins it. Yells like an absolute maniac. Absolute on Father's absolute maniac. Day on Father's Day. A new dad. His first Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. Are you ready? You ready for the read? Yeah, sure. Do the read. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Can you hear from our sponsors? You could. Yeah. If, if you, you had hearing, you had aids. hearing aids. Yeah. So check out Belltone Hearing Aid Centers of the Jersey Shore, 732-888-9000 or plus one, 732-493-0900. They've also got a website. Oh. BelltoneJerseyShore.com. Reach out to them. Use the code word GOLF. Mm-hmm. G-O-L-F. Golf. Get a free hearing test and a free packet of batteries. If you are located anywhere near the Jersey Shore, check out BelltoneJerseyShore.com or give them a ring at plus one seven three two four nine three zero nine hundred or plus one seven three two eight 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 nine thousand. That's a Belltone Hearing Aid Centers of the Jersey Shore. Use the code word golf. Tell Coach Joe the Swingdom sent you. And back to the show. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. That was very to the point. That was a good one. Yeah. All right, we've got the next tournament. Travelers. Travelers at TPC River Highlands. We're like, we're finally back. It's been a year. Yes. We're like finally back to places. Yeah, we're back to places. Yeah. You're at the 16th hole. Mm -hmm. I'm at the 18th hole. With the, with the. The challenge green there in the middle of the lake. Yeah. 
You think you can I hit, could it? hit that? I could hit that. Yeah, from what five yards? My, yeah, my favorite part is watching them go for it, and I like when they zoom in like later in the week, and you see, um, you see balls sitting on the handle of the umbrella, which is cooler to me. Yes, it's cooler to me than landing it near the pin if you can land it on the handle of the umbrella. Yes, yeah, for in. sure. You're in like Flint. For sure. So we've got yeah, we've got there at TBC River Highlands. This is is this. This isn't, is this Boston? Austin? Austin, Austin, Boston. Austin, Massachusetts. Austin, Boston, Texas. TPC River Highlands. I know that. Cromwell, Connecticut. Cromwell, Connecticut, near the Loomis Chafee School for the Rich. Yes. Well, everything in, everything in Connecticut is near there. Loomis it is School for the Rich and Privileged. It's par 70. Trash. It's not even it's not even sixty nine hundred yards. It's whack. Yes, it's whack, Jack. Oh, don't miss a don't miss a moment of the excitement. <laughs> mm. <laughs> defending champion is Dustin Johnson. Yes, he is defending. He you is. get you get first pick. I do. I am going to take a fan favorite on the show. Um, our hit or miss collective boy, Patrick Cantlay. We have fans. Who... No, we're fans of him. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're fans of him. Yes. Yeah. Not um. Yes. He's not, you know who like, so leading day he one doesn't... at the U S open Patrick Rogers. Oh, oh man. I thought Patrick Rogers was about a, I like, I need him to win something. This is like the kid who like tied every record of Tigers at Stanford. And it's like 10 years later and he's on the PGA tour, but I think he's like, I still think he bounces back and forth. Yeah. I'm not sure he's in FedEx and I'm just like, can you win something please? I thought for sure. I actually had this feeling. I was like, well, this is a runaway from the start. Yeah. And it didn't happen, but I would have accepted no. it. I would have accepted it. You picked Cantley. Patrick Cantley. I like him. Oh, I'm going old school this week. Are you? I'm going old school this week. This guy played well at the U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. I think. Wasn't really paying attention. This man wears a $900,000 watch. Oh, yeah. Let me have some of this action. Yes. Made by a company I've never heard of in Switzerland. Yep. He's got a pink driver. Sure does. He's a lefty. He is. He's from Baghdad, but not that Baghdad. Baghdad, Florida. Yep. Bubba Watson. Bow, 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 bow. Good old Lester Bubba Watson. I wish I had this turned up. Did you know that? I'm just going to keep that available. What's Bubba Watson's first name? Lester. Ugh. Would you rather be Lester or Eldrick? <laughs> I love it. Bubba Watson. That's my guy. Yep. Um, we button up as a matter of fact, fun fact, if you ever catch the Kane family, that's us, um, out at a junior golf tournament, everybody buttons the top button for Bubba Watson. Yeah. Nice. We, uh, we button up for Bubba. That's Gavin's go-to um thing and, and i asked him one day he started doing it when he was about four and i said 
uh, I said, why do you button your top button like that? And he said, button up for Bubba, Dad. And that was it. I think there was a there was a movement. I think it it was was a button up for Bubba. That he was four when they were doing that. He's twelve now. That's how long he's been buttoning that top button. I was gonna say that's like when he was winning some majors back then. Yeah, that must have been just after. And the birdies go tweety tweety tweet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's me. I've got Bubba as my first pick. I am going to go. um, He's not off the grid. At all. He's second favorite to win, in my opinion. Uh, but I never pick him at all. I'm going to go with Brian Harmon. Uh, Brian, Brian Harmon's game definitely has, I think, what it takes to um, get himself a Traveler's Trophy. I'm not stand picking up, him. And stand on, well, you can't. Stand no. under the umbrella. He's probably not even on your list. He four-putted at the U.S. Open. He did. He four-putted. He did four-putt from five feet. From five, five feet. feet. This is the time to, to get – he's going to get it back. I think he's going to have a good three rounds. I, well, as long as he's in the money, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm going to go with – I'm going uh, – I. he hasn't been trending in this direction all year. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's a short enough course that he can go driver, and his wedges are like – he's got the tightest wedges on tour. Uh-huh. DJ, defending champion. Oh my gosh, I like it. I don't love it. Like I have, he's not even on my list, mm-hmm. but he's just been in my head this week. He, it's astounding. He's trending so low that it took us four picks to pick him. He's world number one. Yeah. No, well, actually, John Rom took over world number one. Oh, yeah, I guess. But he was. You know. I mean, he was yesterday. <laughs> As of Sunday, he was world number one. So, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Uh, no, I like Dustin Johnson. I, I think you're right. I think he actually has a good sh- – this is a good course to try and overpower. He's long enough yeah. without finding himself into trouble. Um, going back to my boy, you know, no better time to do this than after the U.S. Open. Um, and, and, a, and, a, and a really, really great showing at the, the Palmetto where I made the mistake of not touching – touching my guy um the doctor the doctor the, the doctor i almost typed dr redman doc redman <laughs> phd redman he's got PhD. a phd in birdies it's got it's got a phd and gonna win really soon yeah gonna win really soon i'm going doc redman he's gonna get it done he really is i believe you well, somebody's got to yes you've got me in a pickle how do I have you in a pickle? But I I'm, I, I'm going anyway. I may have taken one of your players. I'm taking I'm taking somebody who's from the I-95. Oh, <laughs> very cool. The only professional golfer to come out of Vermont. The West some West Coast action over here. <laughs> or some East Coast action. Yeah. Some I-95 East Coast. You know you can get from uh from from uh Connecticut all the way down to the end of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not I ninety five then. Where is he? Uh, I think you get from Vermont. You can get from Vermont. Too. He's just yeah. You get Maine too. Uh, product of Saint Joe, Saint John's, Saint John's, Saint John's University in New York City. Not Saint John's Wart. Nope. Um, guy, guy who wears Jordans. Mm-hmm. Used to play for Cleveland, but now he's got some Srixions in the bag. Some frictions. 
I'm going with good old Keegan Bradley. You know, Keegan Bradley, I, I, I'll never not tell the story. I saw Keegan Bradley once on the putting green, and I was at uh, at back when DC had golf. It's coming back. I know it's coming. We back. did it at the Quicken Loans. We got it trending. Uh, I I saw him at Congressional Country Club where we met Bryson DeChambeau. As a matter of fact, when he was a tiny little baby. When was a little and, baby boy? Uh, <laughs> little, little baby. Was, I think it was only his second start on tour. To be honest with you, man. Yeah. I saw Keegan Bradley. I was too intimidated to even like be like, oh, I'm a huge fan. I would just yell at him like the Boston, the Celtics suck. Boston sucks. Boston sucks. That's what I would yell at him. Boston sucks. Sucks. Go socks. Celtics <laughs> suck. 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 To be fair, I would just probably yell, Are you a cop? Are you a cop? <laughs> I was. I was too intimidated. He's just. He's got a stack. The next time we go to a, the next time we go to a, to a, to a tournament, we're going to go find him, watch him tee off and just yell, are you a cop? (laughs) Instead of mashed potatoes. (laughs) I love it. That's, That's my favorite. I went to Boston once and I literally. It's like, so hi, sir. What would you like to? Are you a cop? I'd like a beer. <laughs> I'm like, can you stop that now? Are you a cop? Are you a cop? Are you a cop? Are you? Sorry, I could just do that for like a million. It's my favorite line in all of movie history. Go dropkick Murphy's. If you ever want to bring music to our show, you're more than welcome to. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so those are that's six picks what else what have you got for your long shot well i've got a long shot here i've got patrick reed missing the cut yeah i mean i guess he's been doing so well lately it would be it would be un. it would it would be a bit he's trending upwards so yeah i'll take that i, I think he's gonna make the cut okay yeah what's your long shot fowler top 15. Okay. I was going to say 20, but I really wanted, I was going to say 10, but I really wanted 20. So I'm making 15. Well, I really like, um, I like this because it's just outside my comfort level and, uh, it's just outside of my comfort level too. (laughs) New baby, new baby announcement excitement. Um, it does a great deal. Yeah. Um, my prop bet is, Ben's picks beat Gunner's picks <laughs> all outside top 30. Bold. <laughs> That's hurtful. That just, you just hurt my feelings. Yeah, but if I cash in, like I'm trying to catch up here, you're winning. Okay. <laughs> I mean, those are, yeah, those are some extra points of my. <laughs> all of Ben's players make the cut. There you go. <laughs> I'd like an extra 250 points, please. Check. Check. Um, no, mine is, mine is whoever wins this tournament is going to the Olympics. Winner goes to. So if DJ wins. We'll have to decide that on the day. Okay. Because technically he's eligible for the Olympics. No, he has to, they have to physically go. So it's not qualify. 
No. So it's like winner of this qualifies for the Olympics. Unless they already qualify, then what? Wait, are the quali? Because I, I thought the quali. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Okay, let's do it your way then. Winner is going to the Olympics. Because I think the qualifications are over, aren't they? Like the teams are already made up. I think that's why all these announcements are coming out. So yeah, we'll do that. Good. Do we have a do we have a bonus bet or do we want to call it a day? How angry that is. Nobody can see it. If I do this, you, you can. Stop. It's just enough. Something in the camera. I've got a big zit on my forehead. That's it true. hurts. Uh, do we want a bonus better now? Yes. What? Um. There's going to be a, a Travelers commercial in every break. Who's going to keep track of that? Me. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you want? It's your turn. Somebody, somebody lands. Somebody makes a hole in one on the umbrella. Yeah, no, it's not happening this year. It never happens. They always just get glad when it lands on it. So y'all take that bet. I'll take the under. Zero. Zero hole-in-ones on the umbrella. Ace on umbrella. Do we say over here in England, the Brawley? Why would you say that? No, no, that's just, they just a nickname for umbrellas. Okay. I am exhausted. I am so All tired. All right, that's the Travelers Championship. All right, that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. Check out our YouTube videos on the YouTube. This yep. is on the YouTube, but also check out videos from the trip because those are getting backlogged. I need to make more of those. Check out Gunner's stuff on the Instagram because he's killing it over there. And definitely tune in to see Ben uh, go on his journey to scratch because next week's the uh, the grand beginning of, of the Swingdom Ghost Scratch. Ben's going to drop hot take. You'll drop three strokes in two weeks. So It'll be amazing. Yeah, you'll drop three strokes because next week's going to be a little wonky because I am on physical vacation. Um, so if nothing else, check the swing them go scratch. Yeah, for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you guys on the flippy floppy. Yep. Swing them out. Swing them out. You've been listening to the swing. Remember, we're just two guys, 28 clubs, zero parts given. So does that mean you're not doing, are we not doing a show next week? It means we have to figure something out. Where's your vacation? North Carolina. I'll just come to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs>